So uh, this video just popped up here recently, and I, I thought, you know what? Give this teacher a medal. This guy is phenomenal. Not to mention, he kind of looks like Adam Driver. So the dude's got wicked smarts. He's a good thinker, and he kind of looks like Adam Driver. This guy's got a lot going for him. So I also, when you first listen to this video, I can almost guarantee you that you're going to want to pile on the kid asking this teacher questions. And what they're discussing is the bigoted J.K. Rowling. So this kid comes in essentially talking about, he asked the teacher the question, now that J.K. Rowling has been shown to be this kind of bigoted, controversial person, do you still like Harry Potter? Okay. And what this teacher does, instead of piling on the kid, he leads this kid through a critical thinking exercise that I think, again, is a masterclass. And here's another thing I want to tell you. This video, watch it to the end. It has a happy ending. And I don't care where you fall on the issue of whether J.K. Rowling is a transphobe or whether J.K. Rowling is not. I, that's not what this video is about. This video is purely about critical thinking. And so, as you know, on the Jason Wright Show, one, I'm the most positive guy on the interweb, so I'm not going to be trying to get anybody's cackles up or anything like that. That's not what this is. So if you're here to get pissed off on either side of the political aisle or the social spectrum, probably not going to happen here. Uh, but what I am always saying, my motto is to improve all ways and all ways. And I do believe that critical thinking is something we should all be promoting. Secondly, this conversation it's fantastic. This is what a conversation is supposed to look like between teacher and student, mentor, mentee. It is so great. And so more than anything, I wanted to say kudos to the teacher. I wanted to make a video as just a small, very insignificant way to commend this teacher. But also, I got to say, and you'll understand why at the end of this video, good for the kid. Good for the kid. Now, what you're going to hear right now, and I, I looked this up on uh, ChatGPT just to hear how groupthink is defined, because what you're about to hear is a kid who has been immersed in groupthink. And groupthink is a scary thing. It really is. And here's what ChatGPT says groupthink is. Groupthink refers to a psychological phenomenon where a group of people prioritize harmony and conformity over critical thinking, resulting in flawed decision-making or judgment. In groupthink, members of the group tend to suppress dissenting viewpoints or critical analysis in favor of maintaining unanimity and cohesion within the group. This can lead to poor decisions, lack of creativity, and failure to consider alternative perspectives or solutions. It can be really scary. And I think that we, I don't have to tell you that groupthink is kind of the, it's, 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 it's all over the place right now. And there is a certain groupthink that happens right now, especially in America, that if you do not adhere to that groupthink, then you are going to be cast out of polite society. And this is, the, I think this, what this teacher shows right here is the solution. So with that tee up, I want you to listen to, a conversation that should happen between a teacher and his or her student. So these guys want to talk about J.K. Rowling. Is that, so what's going on with that? What do you want to know? Uh, she's she's had a pretty controversial past. I just want to know, like, what are your thoughts on it? And like, do you still like her work despite her uh, bigoted opinions? So let's get specific, though. 
Let's define bigoted opinions. What opinions are bigoted? We're going to treat this as a thought experiment. I'm not going to say yeah. what's right or wrong or what way to think. The whole point is to learn how to think, not what to think. Yeah. yeah. So when you say bigot, you, you that is beautiful. I, I, right there, I love where he's starting. The kid comes out basically saying that J.K. Rowling is bigoted, and he. I think what happens here, Peter Bogosian has probably talked about this in his book, How to Have Impossible Conversations. The teacher is genius in that he initially says up front, hey, this isn't about being right or wrong. This is about teaching us how to think. So understand. So the, so he, he gives safety to the kid right there to say, look, I'm not here to condemn you or your thoughts or your analysis of J.K. Rowling. Let's just think critically about this and try to be better thinkers, not think about what's right or wrong. So great setup, just to get the kid comfortable. You're, you're starting with the conclusion that given her bigoted opinions, yeah, so first her, uh, let's start with does she have bigoted opinions? So when you, when you say bigoted opinions... She has had a history of being extremely transphobic, I've heard. And you've heard, so what... Can you There's the group think. She has a history of being extremely transphobic, I've heard. Dangerous. Danger. Danger. Danger, young Will Rogers, whatever. <laughs> can you give me an example? Uh... If you look at her Twitter, I think um, you can see a few things. Um, if you want, I could try and find yeah, see something. If you can find, see if you can find one. So, one of these tweets that she came up with in 2019, she said, Dress however you please, call yourself whatever you like, sleep with any consenting adult who will have you um, live your best life in peace and security, but force women out of their jobs for starting that for stating that sex is real. So you find that bigoted? What do you find about it was in there? It was deemed transphobic. I, like, I myself... Do you find that transphobic yourself? Can I say, too, just this teacher's demeanor is awesome. If you if you look, I mean, there's, there's a little bit of um, nonverbal communication going on, but you can tell he is making every effort to just maintain a stoic response to this kid again so the kid doesn't feel like an idiot the kid doesn't feel like he is violating some sort of social norm or, or anything he's just the, the, the this teacher is so awesome for the way he handles this and but just, but just notice never ne there's not an ounce of condescension in this teacher's voice nor condemnation for the kid asking these questions it is truly just throwing the ball back and making the kid look at it and decide exactly what's going on. Uh, I don't really have an opinion on it, but I'm just going with what a lot of other people have said. So let's pause. That's literally the guy's pausing right there. Group think. I'm just going with what a lot of people have said. That's scary. And moms, dads, grandmas, grandpas, brothers, sister. If you have someone in your family that they can justify anything that they're sticking up for or standing for, the hill they're going to die on, because it's what a lot of other people have said, take them into your loving arms and talk to them. There was an experiment that was done years ago where they brought in these, these uh, subjects, and there was one mark, one, one subject, and then a bunch of other people that were in on the experiment that was going on. And they were discussing, I think it was about groupthink and, and, and analyzing how groupthink works. ChatGPT probably got some of its answers from the results of this research. 
So what they would do is they would bring these folks in and they would hold up a piece of paper that had three lines on it, all of which were the exact same length. Every, there, was no, there was no difference. And if I'm not mistaken, the, the participants would start to say that the, the questioner or the, the person that was facilitating the research would say, which one of these lines is longer than the others? And they would say the middle line. Now, the person that's unsuspecting that doesn't know, they'd be like, no, they look all exactly the same. They knew they could look with their own eyes and see that all the all three lines were exactly the same. And the other participants would say, nope, the middle one's longer. If I'm not mistaken, I think it was something like only 30%, only 30% of the participants were willing to stick with their with with their own eyes and say, no, they are all the same and disagree with the group. And that's pretty freaking scary. 70% of the participants would look at something that they know to be true. And just because they didn't want to disagree with the group or feel stupid or feel like there must be something wrong with me. If all these people say that the lines, the middle one's longer, then it must be longer. They lost belief in themselves. And I think that's what we see going on in a lot of different areas of society now. We've got, we know what's right. We know truth and we know in our heart of hearts, but due to group think, we're not thinking critically. And I think that this guy right here, this teacher is someone who is showing how we avoid the group think. The group might be right. There are certain things we all know to be true because they are true and there's no disagreeing on absolute truth. But if you have a big group coming at you trying to tell you that one of the lines is longer than the others, when you know, as a matter of fact, in your own eyes, in your own brain, that it's not, then stick to your guns. Understand it's okay, it's okay to be right and have the group wrong. So I continue. Let's not go with what other people are saying. Let's try and learn how to critically think. So let's analyze the tweet ourselves. So that statement, do you see anything problematic? Disregarding other people's opinions. Um, she did try and pin some things on a, spe a specific group of per of people. I where think. does she where does she do that? Do that? Can you read that? But force women out of their jobs for stating that sex is real. So when I hear that, I'm interpreting that as meaning, if a woman says that you know, saying that there's a difference between men and female, and then being attacked as transphobic, I think that's what she's saying by attacking someone for stating that sex is real. That is exactly what she is saying. Is that I, transphobic to you? So, to me, no. Stating that sex is real is... Alright, so I want you to notice here, this poor kid, he's trying so hard to agree with the group. He, 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 he's, he's still having a hard... He, he's, his mind is being bent a little bit by the, these questions because he's struggling with, wait a minute, I'm able to fully comprehend that nothing that is in these words is transphobic that J.K. Rowling has said that I have read. I, I'm, I'm, I'm reading this now for the first time. It sounds like it sounds like the kid just again, he just heard probably on national news and everywhere that J.K. Rowling was a bigot. And then he heard she apologized. So, oh, yep, she must have been a bigot. She must have said something bigoted. She apologized. So that proves that she was wrong. And so he's trying so hard to go, there must be something wrong with this. 
Otherwise, I wouldn't have walked in and thought this because that many people wouldn't lie, right? And it, you can just, you can hear his brain kind of getting bent. And this professor, again, just gently, methodically walks him through it and, and not trying to bring him over to a side, just basically talking to the kid and helping the kid sort these thoughts out for himself. It's not transphobic. It's just a fact of life. It exists. So is there anything you disagree with in that tweet? Uh, in that tweet, I can't really see anything that I myself disagree with, but I can't. Some people would think, oh, this is offensive. We can't have that here or something. Because sure. uh, there's an apology tweet. Um, she, let's read that. What did she say there? I haven't read that. I respect every trans person's right to live any way that feels authentic and comfortable to them. I'd march with you if you were discriminated against on the basis of being trans. At the same time, my life has been shaped by being female. I do not believe it is hateful to say so. Um, you see anything problematic there? She's apologizing, so no, not really. Um, if I if I could read it again, it sounds like a, the same, a very similar statement as what she was just saying. She's basically saying like, I have nothing to me. This is what I interpret it as. I have nothing against someone being trans. Exactly. Your life, but you just don't get to impose on my. You can live how you want. I can live how I want. Yeah. And let's all, you know. Exactly. So I guess now, so now that we're looking at it like, oh, there's not much difference between me or her. Do you, how, why do you, do you think it's fair that there's a, that she's being attacked by a large group of people and people are calling her? Like you said, at the beginning of this conversation, you said, given the fact that J.K. Rowling is transphobic, how do you feel about Harry Potter? Now, yeah. retroactively looking at that statement, do you think that that was the best way to phrase? No, I feel like an idiot now. <laughs> it's okay though, but this is why we do this to learn to yeah. learn how to think. There's know? been like a so. And that's it. And and how you know what? Look, I I just want to say I commend the kid. He said I, I feel like an idiot now. And then the then the teacher so close like I, no, I'm not trying to make you feel like an idiot. That's not. You could tell through that video that guy that teacher had no desire to make that kid feel like an idiot. But for the kid to be able to not just dig in, because you know as well as I do, there are so many people these days that because of the power of groupthink, they will they will deny their lying eyes all day long. They just will not they will not concede the point, no matter how no matter how wrong they know themselves to be. And I think the cool thing with this is, you know, the thing I loved most about this was seeing a good conversation, a good constructive conversation about critical thinking happen. I used to love back whenever Christopher Hitchens would debate somebody like Dinesh D'Souza, and it didn't matter which side you came down on, Hitchens or D'Souza. You could, you know, from depending on your worldview, uh, you might you probably despise one or the other. But those guys, they had critically thought about their positions. They, they weren't just operating out of feelings or what they thought the group was saying, and that's why Hitchens would piss everybody off, right? Uh, he, he would, and, and Bill Maher is doing some of this right now. Bill Maher, which is, is crazy because you know, the, the, the right has always despised Bill Maher, and now the left is despising Bill Maher. And I would say the one thing that Bill Maher is doing that's getting him in hot water from his typical 
and historical fan base is that he's thinking critically, which he always has. But now that critical thinking has been kind of shelved for the moment, and God willing, it will be back and be kind of front and center. But right now, to be a critical thinker is going to you're going to be called uh, an uh, an alt right person or conservative. Um, Constantine Kizan was just talking about this on a podcast not too long ago. He was like, he is the most middle guy, probably left of center guy you could ever imagine. And if you don't know who that is, he is one of the hosts of the Trigonometry podcast, and it's fantastic. And Constantine is by no means a right winger at all. He's a critical thinker. And right now, we are not allowed to be critical thinkers. And if you're just a group thinker and not a critical thinker, then that can lead to that can lead a group to march or rather goose step in the wrong direction. And it's, the, it's just the way it had. That's what groupthink leads to. It's never, ever good because when you start to just, when the group's feelings take precedence over actual truth, then bad things happen because because we, we will never, ever, the, the human being will never, ever, ever be without just crushing their soul, be able to fully accept a falsehood a lie. They won't be able to do it. And I, I loved this conversation because one, it's just, we don't get to see it much anymore. I mean, this poor kid, the reason he believed the way he did is no one in the national media, no one in a position of political leadership, pop culture, no one is being willing to stand up and go, no, you. I don't care what you say those lines are all the same length. They're not willing to do it. So this kid had never heard any different. And high five to the teacher who said, "No, wait a minute. I'm not going to. I'm not going to be the one to tell you that one of those lines is is not longer. That they're all the same. I'm not going to do that. I want you to just look at it and just and truly decide for yourself. You know, why do you think? The, do you look at that and truly believe what you're saying right now that one of those lines are longer, or are you just agreeing because?" all these other people are saying. And he gave the kid the ability to come back to himself and to look within and use his mind and his rational faculties to say, yeah, those lines, they are not any different. They are all the same. And so kudos to what I think is a, a hell of a teacher. Kudos to the kid. I, you know, Kudos to the kid for being willing to stay there and is Hard as he was trying to confirm the beliefs he came in with, he thought he was willing, and it was just, I think it was just beautiful. Mentor, mentee, uh, teacher, student, falcon, falconer, whatever you want to call it. It was a really cool display, and I wish we could have more conversations like that. And the reason why I brought it on here, because my, my, my show is not political at all. That's not what it is. But I do think that critical thinking is important to making us better people and is part of this whole mantra that I try to promote in myself and to hopefully inspire others to do, which is to improve always and always. I think the better thinkers we are, the better we are at critically analyzing things, even if we don't like what we're about to learn, even if it's uncomfortable that we're willing to take the time to process and critically think about what is true and what is not and have a discussion in love and respect and come to the conclusions that we ultimately believe are true and be able to back up 
what we're saying. And don't, you know, I once heard a, a quote that I thought was amazing. It was this guy who said, and it might be a famous quote that I just heard for the first time and I don't know who to attribute it to, but he said something to the effect that I will never believe that you are correct until you can prove to me everything that you've done to prove yourself wrong. And I thought that was fantastic. And that's how I've tried to go about things now on on, on matters that are of real importance. It's like, okay, you want me to believe this. You want me to believe this about, I don't care whether it's um, a a pandemic, whether it's about sexuality, whether it's, I don't care what it is, whether it's about the weather, if it's something that's, especially if it's something that's going to completely cause me to have to do a 180 from what I know to be true, what I've known to be true, and what is total logic, and it can happen. So we, we, there are so many things throughout the course of history that we have known that turned out not to be true. But before I'm going to just accept what you say and accept what the group says, you're going to have to prove to me every single thing. You're going to truly show me through how, in a scientific method, proving the hypothesis, which meant that you went about proving your hypothesis wrong and you couldn't do it. You could only conclude that this was the right answer. If you can do that, then at a minimum, I, okay, I, I'm going to respect you. I'm, you may not ever get me to come around and vice versa. I would expect the exact same thing. If I were to tell you something that this is truth, I know it's I know you don't believe it. It's never been true before, but I'm telling you, I would have to fully be understanding if you said, okay, Jason, how can show me what you've done to prove yourself wrong? Show me all the evidence of your efforts to prove yourself wrong. One, that you had the courage to try to prove yourself wrong and that you still came to the conclusion that you are positing to me right now. If you can do that, Jason, okay, I'll at a minimum, I'll give the benefit of the doubt and I'll look through it a little further. So that's what this was about. Kudos to the teacher, kudos to the kid, improve always and always especially when it comes to your critical thinking. I'm Jason. Thanks for listening. Please click like or subscribe and leave some comments. I'm Jason, and I'm out. Well, that does it for this episode of The Jason Wright Show. Thank you so much for listening. This has been a Texas Titan Media production. Fourth Wall did the music. And as always, thank you so much for listening. Please consider going out to jasonwrightnow.com and signing up for the Vitruvian Letter. Also, please go out to iTunes. It takes like 30 seconds to just leave us a five-star rating. It does wonders for the podcast. I would be so grateful. And with that, until we meet again, go crush it and endeavor to improve always in all ways. I'm out.